I got to see Dr. Stella again in Dallas and got to thank her personally for saving my mom's life. There you go. That's I, a big one. I tell you what, Dr. Stella gives the best hugs. You know, she is she is a, a warrior of God. I mean, this this woman brings a, a spiritual axe to the battlefield. Um, and at the same time that she's fighting for you on the spiritual level, she's also fighting for you on the medical level. She's amazing. So if you... If you're feeling just a little down or you're, you haven't had COVID, you're afraid of getting COVID, um, it can be a very scary thing. Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine really do work. I promise you, you are not going to grow a tail. Nick uh, and I, Nick <laughs> and I both take hydroxychloroquine regularly as a prophylactic, even though, um, well, I think I've had COVID. I don't think Mick has, but uh, either way, we Still take hydroxychloroquine it. all the time. My mom, we gave her ivermectin when she got COVID and she was better in four days, four days. And Dr. Stella also has this awesome all-in-one vitamin, which can really help boost your immune system because it's really important not just to take over-the-counter prescription drugs, but in order to keep your immune system at its peak efficiency all the time so you don't get yep. sick, you really need an excellent vitamin supplement. So Dr. Stella is the place to go. Go yeah, to Dr. drstellamd.com and use, use the promo, promo code, code DEFIANT and that will save you up to 5% not only in your teledoc visit, but also because remember folks, this is a prescription. You are being mailed a prescription so you have to physically see a doctor first. So you're going to go there, you're going to get a teledoc visit. Your teledoc visit, once your teledoc visit's complete, they're going to, if you're sick immediately, they will overnight you, uh, either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, whichever one you get. Or both. Or both. If you use Promo code DEFIANT, that will save you up to 5%, not only in your teledoc visit, but also with the drugs as well. And they will send them, and trust me when I say that they're within 48 hours, because they were there within 48 hours. Yep. For my mother-in-law, they were there in 48 hours, and let me tell you something, I didn't have to hear about it anymore, about how she was gonna <laughs> die. It literally lasted 72 hours about me hearing about how she was gonna die when I knew for a fact- natural immunity. When I knew for a fact she wasn't going to. So Dr. Stella, M-D, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot, or md.com and again use promo code defiant save up to five percent on your order both on your teledoc visit and any order you make even if you get the vitamin or you get hcq ivm whichever you get get them both get them all and get them shipped to you and save five percent on your order like i said we are only bringing people that we believe in that are patriots people that we know that are not here to you know, they're not patriots, they're patriots. They're here promoting the same cause we're promoting. They're trying to help the same things you're trying to help. This is what we want to get to you. This will help you recover from COVID. It will help you prevent COVID. Uh, as we're hearing now, we've got news or stories after news stories coming out about, especially hydroxychloroquine, how it can be used as a prophylactic and even not- for the flu, correct. not just COVID, even for the flu. So, so as folks, Mick likes go get to it. say, better to have and not need than need and not have. Absolutely. Get it for your own ship box, put it in your house somewhere just in case somebody gets sick. Boom, you've got it. Family member gets sick, you can ship them some. Here you go. I got some drugs for you. This will work. Trust me, it will work. Just take it. You will be amazed. You'll even feel better. If you're not sick, you will even feel better after taking it. Trust me. It's amazing. So folks, again, doc, Dr. Stella, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot MD.com MD, MD and use promo code defiant and you'll save up to 5%. Appreciate y'all listening.
I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Cincinnati, and we all got really happy. Grabbed a bowl of that skyline chili along the way. Then we rolled on into Canton, scared the hell out of Marilyn Manson, and the party started happening. Hey, hey, hey. And in the middle of a Charleston night, we ran into Jessica White, and a little moonshine got us right from smacking insane. And we're coming. But a Bud Light truck pulled up and helped us out So we did hit it up to Philly Partied down like real hillbillies Brought the music mafia and rocked it out Oh, and Chippewa's where we go When we're up in Buffalo Don't you know those Yankees drink enough to drown? Yeah, we're coming to your city Welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. And tonight, as you can see, we have Lee Dundas with us, uh, who is sitting in the center of the screen. Uh, she is... Uh, that's kind of why we played Coming to Your City, because uh, she's making a little trip north uh, here in the next couple of days. I'm going to let her explain what's going on. But um, folks, this is kind of important, uh, something to pay attention to. I'm, I'm seeing this now. Uh, we're not the only country that's doing it, and I, we're not the only two countries that are getting involved in this. This is happening across the globe, actually. This is just uh, a little bit here of what's going on. And uh, Lee, take it away. You, you, you seem to know what's really going on, and you seem to have a wrap on this, and I understand that you're going to be attending can't hear uh, i'm going to be attending but lots and lots of, can you hear me yes ma'am yes ma'am can you hear me? 
Awesome. Lots and lots and lots of people are going to be attending. So essentially what happened is we got reached out to by uh, some Canadians. You know, it takes a lot to get the Canadians, uh, you know, panties in a twist, but but they've got the bit properly between their teeth because two weeks ago, uh, Trudeau decided to, you know, throw his country into island status in the middle of deep freeze winter by saying unvaccinated truckers couldn't really cross the border very easily anymore. And there's a majority of unvaccinated uh, truckers in many cases, in many areas. And then Biden joined the party a week later going, oh, Trudeau did it on the 15th. We're going to do it on the 22nd. And we're just going to close the border down from both sides. And no unvaccinated truckers can be coming or going anywhere to either country. And um, of course, there's a disproportionate amount of harm that stands to come to Canada because we're sending a lot more goods into their country in the middle of winter than they are to us. Uh, But the Canadians, you know, very peace loving, quiet, you know, ah, she'll be right, kind of like the Aussies, you know, kind of kind of population, uh, until you really piss them off. And uh, I think Trudeau has finally done it. He's really pissed them off. So essentially what they decided is they were going to just have a little convoy because all these big rig truckers were being forced out of a job. They couldn't go long haul trucking anymore. Um, their rigs were standing idle. And they said, well, you know, we're just going to make our, our point of view known. We're going to take our big rigs that aren't going back and forth over the border now, bringing goods into Canada in the middle of, of winter and negative 30 degree weather. And we're going to do a little convoy, rubber ducky style, and descend on Ottawa on Saturday, January 29th, two or three days from now, and just sort of, you know, park our rigs around Parliament to let them know how we feel. They've got nine separate convoys going on last I heard. Uh, As of this morning, one of them was 150 kilometers long. That's 100 miles long for us in in the U.S. Another one is 60 miles long. Wow. They're coming from Quebec. They're coming from the British Columbia area. Uh, The government is cutting out the traffic cam so nobody can get the word out on the visuals of what these, you know, 100 mile long trains of of semi trucks are looking like. But that doesn't really work in this day and age because everybody's got their own citizen journalist cell phone video camera in their hand. So the word is still getting out. Word on the street is the Royal Canadian uh, Mounted Police in Manitoba tried to block one of the convoys yesterday from getting food and fuel, but the Hutterites, which are they're like their Amish community kind of, uh, fed them on the outskirts of town. And the truckers, you know, these are not guys that you want to play a game of chicken with. In the same way that Biden should not have really played a game of chicken with our blue collar workers in November during the nationwide walkout. Um, you don't want to be playing a game of chicken with the boys in the big trucks because Uh, They have a a checkmate move in their hands. So I guess Trudeau forgot that the people who carry the fuel to the gas stations are also the truckers. (laughs) So when they cut off fuel to these truckers, the truckers are nobody's, uh, you know, idiot. They're like, um, well, we'll just uh, bring our tankers with us on these convoys and refuel our own trucks out of the fuel trucks. So that's what they're doing now. They've got rolling mechanics trucks, rolling field trucks, rolling right along with them, rolling food. The Canadians are feeding them. Uh, the Canadian government and GoFundMe is holding a half million dollars in Canadian money hostage. And they're like, screw it. We're still coming for Ottawa because the good people of Canada are with us. They're going to feed us. They're going to put fuel in our tanks. We're going to put fuel in our own tanks. And as of this morning, the convoy was larger than the Canadian military. So, well, that's that's not hard to do. I, I know a couple units in the <laughs> U.S. Army that are bigger than the Canadian military. But with that, what are we doing on our side? I mean, what are you going up there to do for the U.S. involvement in this? 
So what we're doing is we got word of this and we started really pushing it hard on the Canadian side. And our U.S. truckers are like, look, we want to support them, even though we can't get over the border. So there's three major border crossings between the United States and Canada. Uh, Salt St. Marie, Michigan, Holton, Maine, and Sweetgrass, Montana. So those three were targeted uh, for U.S. truckers to do their own convoys and head to those border crossings. We're getting there at noon East Coast time this Saturday. And we're just going to have a peaceful little rally on our side of the fence. I believe that's what's going to happen. Uh, there'll probably be some bullhorns. You know, there'll be some hibachi grills. There'll be some music. There'll be some, you know, rallying uh, and that kind of stuff. And we're just going to show support for our Canadian neighbors. Uh, there's also Peace Bridge, New York, that's been added in as of this morning. It's not limited to truckers, folks. What we are saying is every man, woman, child, uh, and, and anybody who's really got a pulse should get off their couch and make for these border crossings this uh, this coming weekend. Um, this is how you take back a country. Well, this is how you preserve freedom. Uh, we have force in numbers. We've got a massive, it's, this is a historic, the convoy already ripped the last Guinness Book of World Records longest convoy off the record books, and, and it's not even to Ottawa yet. They're estimating 50,000 trucks in Ottawa, half a million people. We have now got 62,000 trucks coming from the U.S. side, 19,000 from my California state alone, all the way down to Georgia and South Carolina. This thing is going to be massive, um, but you don't have to be a trucker. You can just get in your Yugo, your Cadillac, your big rig, your whatever, your, you know, your dad's station wagon. It doesn't matter. Get in there. If it's got four wheels and you can get it to the border, do so, because this is how you take a country back. Uh, Kingston, Kingston, Canada. Uh, that's another big border crossing. It's got uh, 60 booths, I believe, uh, that crosses both U.S. and Canada side. Um, and I know quite a bit about that because I was. Was uh, that where where you got banned? That's from where I got Canada. banned uh, from. Okay. I, I got banned from Canada too. So <laughs> just so you're aware, yeah. long before getting banned was such a thing. <laughs> Apparently, when you get a you ticket, were, you were a leader. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, when you get a ticket in the country of Canada and you. Just tell them to uh, pound sand. Um, they don't like that. They don't like that much. so much. No. So, wow. he's, so he's not he's not allowed in the country. Not really allowed in Canada anymore. Okay. But I'll wave from our side. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I still got my tickets right here. You know, it's the OPP <laughs> thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So, well, uh, quick shout out to our friend Jay, who is going to be uh, part of that convoy yes. in Ottawa. So he'll be posting all of his videos and pictures and stuff in his Telegram channel, uh, COVID-1984, and I'll be posting them, reposting them in our Telegram channel so that even though the Canadian government shut down the cams, we'll have live on the ground footage. So uh, so where are you headed to, Lee? And I, I hope you have warm clothes. Yeah, no, you're going I, up I, to the wild and wonderful Not very North cold in California, so um, it, it may be a bit of a shock to your system. I, yeah, you know, we're not used to this negative 30 Canadian weather there on the border. I'm not sure yet. I'm supposed to be in Vegas, which is a little warmer and not a destination. I'm going to see if I can clone myself. Uh, if I can, I'll probably be getting to the closest one to Vegas, which is sweet. Uh, what is it? Sweetgrass, Montana. But um, whether or not I'm there, I'm certainly going to be there in spirit. And so many other people are going to be there. This is just historic. This is really changing the course of history. We've got Australia now mounting their own convoy in support 
Florida, Canada. I mean, this thing's going worldwide as of today. And uh, I just, I can't encourage people enough. It's critical that we do our part. Um, the, the narrative is starting to turn. As you may have heard, I was in DC two days ago, speaking of cold, uh, Senator Ron Johnson, beautiful man, awesome person. Uh, yeah, gave us great a chance job. To, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was very desirous of having the data that the U.S. military doctor whistleblowers had come to us with uh, on the record so that it wasn't going to get lost or disappeared. Um, but, you know, what we're seeing is the U.S. military mandated the STAM vaccine January of 2021, despite the fact that only 12 active duty service members ever total had died of COVID, the disease itself, up until that point. But, you know, just just because we're going to make millions of active servicemen and women take this untried, untested, un-FDA approved vaccine. Um, and what they've seen now is, you know, all disease incidents total from breast cancer to infertility to, you know, sneezing, uh, were very stable in the years prior to 2021. On average total for all types of disease, you had a 1.7 million incident rate. And in the first 10 months of 2021, after introducing this vaccine Quite and mandating terrible. it, that jumped from 1.7 million to 22 million almost. Yeah. It was a 20 million increase in just 10 months, not even the full year. And uh, I mean, representing an 1100% increase over the five-year baseline average prior to that. Um, and, and everything was up. Anxiety, 37,000, like clockwork every year, put the vaccine in play. Now it's almost a million. It was 930,000 cases of anxiety. Uh, and you may think, oh, anxiety, anxiety, no big deal. Well, yeah, maybe not for you and me sitting here pushing paper around our desk. But, you know, if you've got your finger on the trigger of Osama bin Laden or you're in a you're an aviator in a top gun jet, that's a freaking problem if you've got crippling anxiety. So what we're seeing is just horrifying 2,500% increase in 10 months over the, you know, over the anxiety and worse, you know, these are numbers coming straight out of DOD databases. Then they were looking at myocarditis. Some of these whistleblowers were, and in August of last year, acute myocarditis cases were numbering 1,200. Now, when you go to pull the report, it's magically gone backward to 300 cases. January, mm. just the month of January, 176. Now we're down to 17. I don't know about you. There's only one reason I can think of the databases rolled backward, and it's not a pretty picture. Well, it's it's not it's not a, a a computer issue. I can tell you that it's more or less a human issue because you remember it wasn't what five six months ago that they said, "Hey, look, you cannot share anything from the DAR system anymore with any medical provider outside." They actually classified the system. Why did you classify something that's pretty much been open to the public forever since the army? It's the inception of the army. I, I that that one is uh, still. Uh, benign to me, but either way, uh, well, back to the well, trucker thing real quick, yeah, so, because I have a serious question about that one, because what type of pushback have you guys received from the American government or have you? None. None. Um, but we're not, uh, we're not raising a half million dollars. Uh, you know, it's, it's easier for pushback to happen when you realize your city is going to be literally under siege. I mean, I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you do having been in the military, my friend, but for the average American, they're not super familiar with big equipment in, in mass. 
you know, you guys are, and my husband was an, you know, an army tanker unit guy. He's seen like hundreds of tanks together at one time, but for most of us, it's, it's the thing of, you know, military movies that you catch on the discovery channel in passing. I was actually on the ground and I may have mentioned this the last time I was on your show in 2014 when Thailand had a coup and the people were pushing and they were setting military tanks on fire and the tanks were pushing back and nobody was really making a lot of progress one way or the other until the farmers got on their farm equipment, big caterpillar, earth moving tractors, not tiny little backhoes, big equipment. And they rolled that stuff four or five hours across the countryside and encircled Bangkok International Airport. And that was the beginning of the end. I mean, that was game over in terms of the coup, because when you have a picture, picture a hundred mile long line of semi trucks. Now picture them doubling and tripling up. So you're a mile wide and a mile deep or 10 miles wide and 10 miles deep. And now those guys decide they're just going to park. How do you move them? Well, you no, don't. You don't. How, how, how does traffic move if they just decide they're going to park in the highways and on the roads? I mean, you're shutting everything down. Everything is coming to a complete standstill in Canada during that time that they do this. Yeah. And, and you know, there's no way to get rid of it. Like what you're going to send a semi tow truck to tow off one of the guys. <laughs> you, you, what? So the semi tow truck comes up to the back of a hundred mile long line and pulls the first guy off and takes him somewhere else. And then comes and get the second. I mean, he's going to be out there for months doing it one at a time. They don't have enough semi tow trucks to pull them off. And how the hell are they going to get into their rings? If they're not a mile, you know, a hundred miles long, if they're 10 miles wide, 10 miles deep, it, it, yeah. And if you try to blockade them outside your city, you still got the problem. You just got the problem wherever you blockade them out now. You yeah. know, I mean, it's the power is in the people. And I don't know why Biden and Trudeau are continually picking fights with blue collar guys and getting their asses handed to them. But, you know, let me say it loud and say it clear for the idiots in the back of the room, namely our leaders. It's a Trump card, guys. You don't pick fights with guys who own bigger machinery than you have in the Canadian military because they're going to kick your ass and, and they're going to do it peacefully. They're not they're not throwing any sort of terrorist anything. All they're doing is getting in their trucks and lawfully driving down the road and parking somewhere. Yeah. Times a million. Yeah. What are you going to charge them with? I mean, what 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 could you absolutely charge them with? I don't, I don't think you can. I mean blocking traffic i don't believe that's even a law in canada yeah Good there, luck with there's that. not enough traffic in canada for there to be a law requiring it. i mean I, I don't know if there's enough cops to actually go around and ticket everybody i mean they were able to ticket me hey just remember if you're going across the border do not bring a radar detector yeah with you, that's they're kind he, of illegal that, that's how he got banned from canada they're illegal um, in uh but so, so folks right here Perfect example, Coastal Marsh, Coastal Marsh Customs right here. Here it is, perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, got some other stuff coming too as well, trying to get them a, to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood look you want. Uh, you can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got a picture of what you've got 
send it to him. Uh, the guy is amazing. CoastalMarshCustoms at gmail.com. Send it. Use promo code Defiant. You're going to save up to 17% on your order. This is all custom woodworking done right here in America, sent directly to your door. It is a veteran-owned, veteran-operated company. One of my favorite pieces right here, just because it was a Let's Go Brandon piece, and I just thought it was hysterical. And uh, VLIN loves it, too. We gotta, we're got we going to put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh, clear. But I'm telling you right now, this one's a, a killer. We One of the things we, we just saw him last night, we hung out with them at a Christmas party. One, one of the few great things I love about this company, we, I just love the way that they can, if you can think of it, they can do it. So again, reach out Coastal Marsh Customs, Inc., uh, Coastal Marsh Customs at gmail.com and use promo code Defiant. It's going to save you up to 17% on your order. And even VLAN's got some stuff coming too. She asked for some stuff last night. So I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that VLAN asked for because she's never easy to please. <laughs> So, and don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. All right. So, Lee, kind of a, well, sort of a change of subject. How do you think uh, Biden's trucker mandate is going to affect us on the Mexico side? Because you're right, we don't get a lot of produce or, or stuff from Canada. We send a lot of stuff there, but we do get a lot of produce and um, food from Mexico, especially this time of year. Um, well, I just just between you, me and the fence post and the people listening to us, um, there are other issues that I'm guessing are going to be affecting supply chains that um, are coming down the pike. And that's about all I can say about that separate from trucking. Um, and, you know, one of them doesn't have anything to do with all the boats that right now are stopped up and down in the uh, Gulf outside of Mexico and um, on the other side on the West Coast of Mexico. And they for some reason, they're not coming up above the equator, which I found yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Well, there's boats. I mean, there's there's a laundry list of things. There's trains, planes, and automobiles. So take your pick. Uh, but our leaders are pissing off people who drive all of those, just suffice it to say. Um, so I think it would be prudent for people to stock up. Uh, we're already having supply chain issues. And before anybody blames the people in the supply chain, these are not guys who wanted to do this. These are guys who are losing their damn job over a jab, which is unconstitutional, unlawful. And they're fighting back the only way they know how by taking their big equipment that's been rendered offline and saying, fine, we're not going to use it or we're going to go park it somewhere and we're going to make our voices heard. And they have a right to do that. And nobody in a first world country, I'm going to say this twice, nobody starves in a first world country. I say that having spent time in Laos and Cambodia, those people will starve to death this year. Okay. We will not start. Might we be eating the same chicken soup over and over again and getting really bored? Yes. Go stock up. You're going to be fine. Uh, but really the only thing you need is a little bit of food to stay alive and a couple t-shirts. And that's assuming you're in a cold, a cold place, not like California, where technically you could probably run around naked and not freeze to death right now, even in the middle of winter. And, uh, you know, it, it's good to get back to the lean, mean, uh, things that matter. Material possessions aren't where it's at. If we end up not having as many material possessions over the next couple months, God bless everybody who is playing ball this way because they are the ones keeping us free. They're the ones pushing back against the mandates. And um, it's honestly a cost of doing business when you're living in a, a totalitarian takeover. This is what it takes to keep us free. You know, I've got some fat in the land. Most Americans do. We can live off of. And we don't need another stapler or a ballpoint pen. We're going to survive just fine. Go stock up to the extent you want to. Uh, but these guys are pushing back against the mandates. They are going to park it in Ottawa until Trudeau rolls it back. And my guess is he will. 
the tide is starting to change, my friends, and be a part of it. Join us this weekend. I got to jump to another uh, podcast, but um, you guys, by the way, can find more data at freedomfighternation.org. That's my new website, freedomfighternation.org. My testimony, along with Tom Rents on the military whistleblower, is up. It just, I think, is going live right now on that tab. And there's a whole separate tab for the Freedom Convoy. Be part of it. Don't miss it. We're changing history. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me on tonight. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Lee. Always a pleasure to have you on. What was that? What was that website? One more time. Freedomfighternation.org. Awesome. All right. We will definitely get your word out. We appreciate it. Thanks, Lee, for coming on. Thanks for calling us. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Love you lots. Take care. Yep. Bye Bye. now. Bye. Bye. So uh, that was uh, Lee Dundas. Lee Dundas. I always love uh, Lee. She's so full of fire. And I highly recommend anyone that hasn't watched um, the five-hour-long Senate hearing that Ron Johnson put out. Uh, which was very impressive, by the way. it really was. Um, and Lee was afraid that he wasn't going to call on her, so she just spoke up because that's what Lee does. <laughs> so <laughs> she just jumped in there and started talking because that's what Lee, Lee does. Accidentally. That's, that's why we love her. My bad. Um, so go go watch that. There is a, there's a highlight video on our Telegram. It's like 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes long, um, although Lee's portion isn't in there. Um, but uh, we'll be playing some clips from, from we'll, that. We'll get in tonight there. We'll get into we it our, tonight. Our newscast yes. tonight. So, uh, so uh, Logan, uh, 1782, uh, you said, and of course I can't see it because I don't have my normal view on, so you're going to have to stand by one second. You said, uh, thought Biden. Um, I thought Biden <laughs> said open borders. What the fuck? <laughs> now he has to. Now he. Now he has. Uh, now he has to back out. See, all right. Absolutely, so, I completely now, agree. That, so that 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 brings up a really good point, though, because we all talk about how all these unvaccinated illegals are flooding over the border, right? But then on the other hand, they're saying, "Oh, we're not going to have an issue with supply chain because all of the Mexican truck drivers are vaccinated." I'm going to call bullshit on that. Well, there's a whole other thing going on. I've supposedly Biden's. Uh, this is all uh, right now, still rumor conjecture. I'm still getting some details on it, but supposedly Biden's been in talks with the president of Mexico. The boats that I were referring to, I was referring to all of those people can't enter Mexican ports right now and their first port of call happens to be Mexico. They have to dump stuff off at. Uh, currently right now, they can't enter Mexico because uh, the president vaccinated. of Mexico said, you're not vaccinated, you can't come in. After Mexico came out and said, oh, no vaccine, COVID's over. Now yeah. he's doubling back. Because we were saying we were gonna actually go on vacation this year. Yeah. Yeah, well, Mexico. Biden may have screwed that one up. It for might us. be Japan. He might have screwed all. the pooch. So either way, <laughs> uh, tonight we do have uh, loaded night tonight because we will be back on. We do have our newscast tonight, so come back. Uh, we'll be listen. back at about nine thirty. Yeah, because I have to go pick up our son from uh, yeah. practice. So that gives um, me enough time. Yeah, so, so we'll we'll be back on at nine thirty Eastern tonight. Uh, right now it is seven thirty, so two hours, um, and we can go for another fifteen minutes before I have to go get him. And then you're in charge of cooking dinner. Yeah, no. That's fantastic. Either way, folks, uh, we appreciate you coming <laughs> by tonight and listening to Lee. Hey, if you're going to be out there, just be careful. Remember, this is not, uh, you're going to have liberals out there. They're going to be protesting you, protesting them. It's just going to be really comical. It's going to happen. Um, if you don't see that already. It, it happened in D.C. That's my point. So it already happened once in D.C. It's going to happen again. Just watch yourself. Yes. Uh, in D.C., there was like six people that went out and protested for 
the mandates and one absolutely crazy lady who completely embodifies Trump derangement syndrome. We'll probably play that clip tonight. Like this woman's insane. Yes. Insane. Uh, plus the old ladies, because we got that comment. Plus uh, now you got to watch out, especially um, if you're ever going to go to the Capitol. I got some news as to why you probably don't want to go run into the Capitol anytime soon. And this is all real crap and it's scary. So, uh, check us out later, but really, seriously, if you're going to go to this thing this weekend, please watch yourself, especially up there. Uh, Montana, I guarantee you're not going to have any problems in Montana, but, but if New you're York, going to any of the New Michigan, York border crossings, Maine, Michigan, even Maine, even Maine, I'd be very hesitant about. Well, I don't know. Maine's kind of borderline that uh, Northern Maine, you don't, you don't. Well, don't them. be hesitant, but go to it, but just make sure you're watching your back. Uh, you don't want to get stupid there. It's not a time to uh, pick a fight, so to speak. I mean, unless... Unless they bring the fight, that's that's a different story. I've, I've always said that. If they bring the fight and you're in the, go for it. Uh, but it's not the time that you wanna go picking it because ultimately it's gonna turn around and it's gonna come back on us. And everybody's gonna say, well, the, this patriot movement is the problem. This is the problem with America. We can't have this. They, see, they're psychos, they're getting guns and they're getting ready to come charge down doors and start a war. No, that's not happening. But. Don't push us that way. Yeah, civil that disobedience. Is, it's it's one thing to be civil about it. It's a whole separate thing when you push us to the point that we have to do that. It's the last thing I want. Honestly, I've, I've seen fighting in the streets. I've seen what that turns out, how that turns out. I don't think the American cult culture, quite honestly, can stomach it, let alone stand it. Uh, we've done it in third world countries. That's how I know that it's what it looks like. So you really don't want that. What you want to do is, yes, go protest. I completely agree, go protest. If we can lock the border down, even better. If you can, if they can line up trucks and stop traffic, the flow of commerce between Canada and the U.S., screw it, do it. I mean, because all you're doing is supporting the truck drivers on the other side. Uh, I, I just don't see how this is going to work out any other way. Wouldn't impeding um, commerce be considered a, a, a federal crime under the Constitution? Hmm... International commerce, yes. Exactly. No, no. You got to remember, well, technically, you are Trudeau, technically... Technically, Trudeau and Biden are impeding international correct. commerce. Correct. Not if you're the trafficker. Guess what? You're not impeding yep. okay. international traffic or international commerce. You're not technically... If you're the guy that's supposed to be driving the truck across the border, yeah. you are not impeding. Because if they put in a, a vaccine mandate state by state where you can't cross a state border because you're, you know, if you're and, not vaccinated. Also remember- that you have a constitutional leg to stand on because then you're impeding, um, you know, crossing state state. Also borders. remember the Supreme Court's already rolled on this. OSHA's been nixed. Well, yes they and no. Are, stop. They are not technically CNH. They are not part of CMH. They do not f fall under the uh, Medicare, Medicaid, health plans. Yeah, they're they, not worthless they're, healthcare workers. They're not healthcare workers. So they don't have to get vaccinated. So and I OSHA say worthless tongue is in cheek. unconstitutional. Unconstitutional. So ultimately, they don't have to get vaccinated. And anything that Biden does now is now going to be done under the guise of unconstitutionality, no matter what, unless it comes to medical care workers and medical facilities. That's it. That's the only thing that he's still covered by the Constitution on right now, because that's the way the Supreme Court ruled. Um, a lot of people say, well, the Supreme Court would never go against that because they get funding from the federal government and fun federal government gets funding back from them, blah, 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 this, that, and the other, this, that, and the other thing. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. I get it. However, what he did still 
can be constitutionally challenged on the CMH side, just nobody's done it yet. Okay, so question for you on that, because the way the Supreme Court ruled, it sounded like they were essentially leaving it up to the states, um, the individual states, and at going even further down the line, individual companies, right? My old company is still doing the mandator test, by the way. I found that out this morning. Um, but... Uh, what about the military and the federal government? Because the military- Well, that's out of stay right now. They, tall, they <clears throat> technically fall directly under Biden. That is out then, of stay right now because of the federal judge in Texas that said, no, it's unconstitutional for you to force federal troops to get a vaccine that is still untested and unproven. So until that is heard by the Supreme Court and a decision's rendered from that, right now there's a stay. So it, it means right now they can't kick anybody else out of the military for the time being. Well, that's Until good. the constitutionality of that is ruled on. Either way. Um, Let's see how many more vaccines we have between now and then. You hear they dropped an F-35 on an aircraft carrier and it flipped off into the South China Sea and now they're trying well, to recover it. That's not like the first thing, that's, the first time that's ever happened. I mean, where a plane just, fell off an aircraft. I've seen that happen more than one occasion. Either way, the fo the point is here, getting away from all of that. <laughs> if you're going to go up there, go up there, please be safe. If you're going up there, we will try to keep you as updated as possible as the information we get from all the folks that we know that are going up there. Yep. Um, and anybody else, if you have more information, if you want to give us something, shoot it to us. We'll, we'll go ahead and post it in our telegram and uh, we'll make everybody else uh, aware of what's going on. Just remember, if you're planning on road tripping from a warm state like Florida or Georgia or Tennessee or even North or South Carolina, and you want to go to the great cold North, there is a reason we call it the great cold North. It is fucking frigid yeah, up it, there. It's pretty okay? cold. Dress warm. And when you think you have enough layers on, double them. Put yeah. more layers on. Yes, Layer, Logan. Layers, the way to go. Yes, Logan, I completely agree. It is our duty to overturn tyrannical government. Hopefully it will not come to that, but it looks like it's getting close, closer and closer, I'm afraid. I completely agree with you 100%. It is, but it, it hasn't got there yet. That's my point. We haven't got there yet. We're not at that point. You, you can't run around and just say, burn the whole damn thing down. Because guess what? Are you what? Burn? what? What's left? Who are you going to fight? It's not even that. What's left? What comes next? You know, okay. Wally here may have been a little hard on the beaver before. Okay. In the last episode, at the end of the last episode. But my question still stands. What's left? What do you have left? You burn it down. You destroy the whole thing. If you do not believe we will put in place another government and politics will not be involved, you're higher than a kite because we're still going to have politics. Understanding the whole situation, an ignorant person says, yeah, we're just going to burn it down. We're just going to make it all disappear. Okay, great. What happens then? Now what do we do? You have to have some form of a working government. Um, you push them out. You do your best right now the civil way. We're, we, haven't, we haven't gotten to the point yet where we need to break out the guns. and we need. According to the left that we have, uh, and the left said it's okay that they do it to us. But it's not okay if we do it. No, right now, our path forward is to replace the people that are currently in government that call themselves our elected leaders with the people that we've chosen and vetted and voted for. That's why it's so important to go out and vote and then in we, the primary. And then we hold them to their yes. feet to that same fire. And the second that they stop performing, we say, get it, beat yeah, it, you're, you're done. done. Yeah, absolutely. You're so if you, if you don't think that I won't be calling Candace Taylor, if uh, I don't agree with something that she did, then you've got another thing coming. And same thing with like, for example, Mary Todd, even though she's not even in our state, yeah. um, she's amazing. In fact, I'm going to give her a call and, and 
suggest maybe she should go up to Sweetwater, Montana this weekend. Um, she could stump up there. Exactly. There'll be a lot of people up there looking for her message. A lot so of patriots. That, that'll that'll be maybe a good place for her to go. There you go. Um, but, you know, we've, we've gotten to know so many politicians over the past year, as scary a thought as that may be, um, or aspiring politicians. Yep. And more aspiring than actual politics. Yeah, I th- more absolutely more aspiring. But I, at, at least one or two of them is going to get into office at the very least. Because um, as many as we've talked to, at least one or two of them is going to get into office, right? And if you don't think that we're not going to use this platform to hold them accountable and take your concerns to heart and pass them on to them, that's that's kind of why we we're doing this. Yep. So Completely. that's so, a, a big part of it. Yes. Lo, I, yeah, again, I have to agree with you. I agree. You have to have some kind of government. If uh, it would not be an easy task or a great time. One of the reasons I hope it never happens. Yeah. One of the several reasons. I mean, we're all in the same. I think we all agree on the same things. You know, so, I asked our son, uh, our teenager on the way home from school a while back. I asked him if he thought that people were capable of governing themselves, entirely capable of governing themselves. And he thought about it because he's a... He's a good kid and and he's thoughtful about things like that. He just doesn't give me a you know half-assed answer. Um, he thought about it and he said, no. And I said, well, what if they're all really good people? Like, what if they're all you know? What if they're all godly people? Uh, and and they, you know, they follow the commandments. And he said, well, then they wouldn't be ruling themselves. God would be ruling them. That's but either point. way, people really can't rule themselves. No. They really can't. Most people, I mean, some people can, and anarchy certainly does have its, you know, its highlights, but um, its high points. But I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Our society. Let let Australia try that first. <laughs> <laughs> so either either way, folks, we will be back. Uh, that would be nine thirty Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Uh, so uh, be quick. Be well. We're gonna be there. Um, uh, it'll be. We'll be, be live good- on Twitch, Clout Hub, and Rumble at yep. 9.30 Eastern time. So uh, we look forward to seeing you all then. Absolutely. Y'all have a great night, and uh, we appreciate y'all coming out, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening and watching. Mm-hmm.